0: and all you little disappointments that is right everybody we are back with another episode of sorry to disappoint where even if it's not a morning for you it is a morning somewhere else in the world that is right i am irvin and as always we have adrian
1: me adrian yeah that's me that is my name <laughs> <laughs> yo that that wasn't planned like I, I was like are you gonna say it or should i say it none and of this then, is ever planned that's true that's true except for today though i kind of did a little bit of planning i had notes written down whoa, first.
0: whoa notes yeah what is this yeah
1: in my life too what is was this, this? <laughs> high school never seen you wrote notes in high school <laughs> yeah no i don't think i did <laughs> <laughs>
0: So, but yeah, this, yeah. In today's episode, what, I, what are we going to be talking about?
1: Dude, we are, this is officially the first uh, episode of our NBA Finals series. So, I made a post a while back. Um, not a while back, it's literally yesterday. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, what Irvin and I are planning to do is, um, since the M- NBA Finals is going on, we're going to do kind of a post-game review of every single game, kind of give our thoughts, Mm -hmm. um, what we thought of the game, uh, where we see the series going. Uh, We thought it would be interesting, you know, just to give some insight on how we're thinking, uh, what we see and what we think of the games, Mm -hmm. things like that. Um, So yeah, this is going to be the recap or review (coughs) of game one of the Suns and Bucks NBA Finals.
0: Very well said. Man, that sounded really that sarcastic. Is. Very well said. You know? <laughs> that did. That did. <laughs> but actually very well said because I wasn't actually going to say any of that. So, yesterday, oh. <laughs> the Phoenix Suns defeated the Milwaukee Bucks 118-105 to 105 in Game 1 of the NBA Finals in their first Finals appearance since 1993. For the Milwaukee Bucks, this is their first Finals appearance since 1974. That's crazy. Mm -hmm.
1: The last time the Suns win Finals was not Barkley was still playing, right? Yes, it was. Was it? It was when Barkley was defeated by
0: Michael Jordan and the Chicago Bulls to three-peat for the first time since the 60s.
1: Insane insane to think that both teams have never been to the finals for so many years Mm -hmm. not have never been haven't been to the finals in so many years Mm -hmm. and then (laughs) coincidentally this is just the year where everyone gets injured and then to have these two teams make it all the way
0: well crazy yeah i guess that's kind of how it is (laughs) Um, Yeah, but i mean i mean if you looked at it from all the western from both conference finals so for the Western Conference, if the Clippers made it to the finals, it would have been the first time ever. I mean, this is the first time in fifty plus years that they even made a conference finals. So, yeah. And then, yeah, for the Hawks, I don't remember <clears throat> when was the last time they were in the finals. It's probably way back. It was probably Who sometime, played in the Hawks. Uh, I don't know.
1: I almost I almost said Clyde Drexler, but then I realized he played in the Blazers.
0: Hmm, Hawks. I would assume it's sometime in the 70s if they've been to the finals. Let's find out. I'm pretty sure they've been to the finals. Last finals.
1: finals appearance, 1961, bro. Yeah.
0: So, way, way back. So that means that the Phoenix Suns' 18 year drought, no, sorry, 28 year drought is the shortest one amongst all four conference finalists. Insane. Absolutely insane. So yeah. Chris, the worst contract I've ever seen, Paul, according to Houston Rockets <laughs> owner Tillman Fertita, led the Red Hot Suns with 32 points, nine rebounds, and a stolen rebound that would have prevented DeAndre Aiden from getting a 2020 game. Devin Booker added 27 points. The Bucks, who were led by Chris Middleton with 29 points, and Giannis Antetokounmpo, who recently hyper extended his right knee off a nasty collision. Was still able to add 20.17 rebounds and a nasty chase down block.
1: Oh, that block was crazy. It was LeBron esque, yeah, like, even
0: the timing.
1: It was very LeBron esque off the backboard.
0: Mm-hmm. it was.
1: But I gotta say, <laughs> overall, what'd you think of the game? Like, overall?
0: Mm, there were brief moments that were exciting. Like when they were trading yeah. three pointers, especially with Chris Paul. But uh-huh. overall, I've seen pretty fucking boring. Yeah, I've huh? seen quite a few <laughs> really exciting games th- in the finals, and is, this
1: was not, one, not of one of the exciting one. ones. Definitely not, yeah. I have written in my notes literally boring ass game. <laughs> that, that was my first point I wrote down <laughs> in the notes. But, like, DeAndre Ayton is proving time and time again that he is such a key mm-hmm. player in the Suns team. Mm-hmm.
0: Definitely, he. I mean, he is the w- perfect. What was it? Nine, he had twenty-two points, twenty-two points and nineteen, and 19 rebounds, rebounds right? And his twenty-two it's points insane. was on eighty percent shooting. Yeah, what a third like, star! Like a, what a freaking third insane. star! You have Chris yeah. Paul, you have Devin it's Booker, crazy. which is already really.
1: Uh, incredible combo
0: and then yeah. they decide to They're add. the big three yeah they are they're definitely a they're big the big three.
1: three of the Suns. yeah
0: it's just that eight a- times a lot quieter I feel
1: like and it's it's just because you know he kind of reminds me of tim duncan i have
0: that i have that in my notes
1: oh for real yeah exactly it's just he is that like silent oh bro i feel like we've literally said this we have in the previous episode we have. yeah like, he doesn't do flashy shit. Like, obviously, there are a couple, like, alley-oops in there. He had a couple dunks mm-hmm. in. But it's not, like, where, like, he'll dunk and he's just back. He's just like, all right, cool. Next next possession. You know, mm-hmm. he doesn't celebrate. He doesn't go nuts. He doesn't stare anyone down. Not often, anyways.
0: And even sometimes when you it's know? pretty obvious he has a dunk, he just, like, rolls it in instead.
1: Yeah. Just to secure the points. Yeah. That's why I'm always saying, like, he takes quality shots.
0: Yeah, Like, absolutely. super
1: high field goal percentage. He's smart about whether or not he wants to force those shots mm-hmm. in. And
0: you he's know? a great team you player, You never too. see
1: him, like, very, yeah. He knows, he, like, if he can't get in, if he feels like this possession he wouldn't be able to make the shot. He will pass it back out.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Because it's just not worth, like, turning the ball over mm-hmm. to get an extra point to him. Mm-hmm. He plays for the win. He doesn't play for stats.
0: Yeah. Did you see when when Chris Paul grabbed the what was supposed to be Aiden's twentieth rebound? Because I didn't see Chris it. Chris Paul. He's obviously first Finals appearance in his career. Sixteen years. He's so zoned in and so focused, so locked in that he didn't yeah. realize he's trying to do. He like, stole his rebound red. until he actually grabbed the rebound, <laughs> and it looked like he was like. Oh, no. Oops. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> just
1: throw it off the backboard right away <laughs> so
0: you can grab it. Yeah, I might him. as well do that. Just do it for, <laughs> yeah. for Aiden. His first. He, he, deserves, he, deserves he deserves it. One <laughs> extra
1: rebound. Come on. <laughs> like, he's done so much.
0: But Aiden was, unsurprisingly, mm-hmm. he didn't seem too bothered mm-hmm. by it. Yeah, even though I 2020s are like, rare. Hey,
1: you. Very rare. I mean, but he's consistently going... In like in terms of rebounds, he's consistently going into like the high tens, like 10 plus rebounds every mm-hmm. like it's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's
0: crazy. He's so
1: good. He's so he's
0: good. He's really, really good. <laughs> and it's quite surprising like, people because when yeah. he was drafted, I think one mm-hmm. of his biggest knocks was his defense, but he's really hung that in mm-hmm. and made it. Yeah, I think he definitely put a lot yeah. of
1: work into yeah, I wouldn't say he balance himself up. I
0: wouldn't say he's at the sort of top five in terms of big man defense but he's easily way above average as a oh, yeah, big sure. as a low post defender and also for bigs who are switching on defense he can decently switch onto smaller players mm-hmm. i wouldn't say he's great at it mm-hmm. but he can hold his own for a while
1: i think he just needs more practice to be honest just needs more more work mm-hmm. yeah you know but no, like um you just mentioned that um Chris Paul's first finals appearance, right? Mm-hmm. That's why like you I I can tell and I'm sure you can tell, like you say, he's very like zoned in, he's very focused. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I think because he has that idea of first finals appearance might not get another chance like this.
0: He's yeah.
1: really giving it his all. Absolutely. And I think that's a double edged sword because he basically injured himself twice in that game.
0: Yeah, he, injured, he had like, a he had wrist thing. Wrist, yeah.
1: And he stepped on Lopez's like foot after a shot and twisted his ankle.
0: Oh, oh yeah, forgot about that yeah. one. Yeah.
1: So then it's like, dude, is I understand like every single game counts because it's the finals. It's like all or nothing. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's game one. It's like it's not worth. Injuring yourself and then putting yourself out of the game mm-hmm. for a few more games over the first game, you know. That's like, a fair point. Yeah, I think like that's that's the the main thing. I think he really needs to keep in mind that he is a very very crucial player for the Suns. Without him, the team might crumble. Mm-hmm. Because he is he is the key man. He is the leader. Point the one guard. That's yeah, literally like overseeing the plays commanding everyone he's the fucking commander on the court Mm -hmm. so once you once the team loses the commander it falls apart right you know he can't risk injuring himself like that Mm -hmm. granted like the one with uh lopez was an accident he didn't intend to do that still nailed the shot which was fucking crazy like that shot was yeah it's rare
0: an and one three-pointer that was turned into a flagrant so they got possession
1: yeah (laughs) crazy
0: so you can literally imagine if you do that then you get another four point play then that technically turns a single possession into an eight point play yeah analytics yo start nuts. drawing more flagrant fouls
1: but then um, but yeah like the, the uh, I'm gonna talk about like the fouls and stuff in a little bit but I back to my point about Chris Paul I just think he seriously needs to like keep remember that it still it is the finals like mm-hmm. he is needed yeah. And if he he keeps pushing himself like that, he's gonna be out. How many minutes like something's gonna happen and then
0: Okay. He played thirty seven minutes. Yeah. That's quite a few for his age. It's
1: quite a few minutes. I mean and also like he, while he's playing, he's really pushing himself, you know? Right. Like some of the some of the he's trying to draw contact, he's trying to use his like smaller size compared to everyone else to his mm-hmm. advantage. Right. But there's so much risk for injury at the same time. I just think it's not worth you know, pulling a Giannis.
0: Right, yeah.
1: And then being out for two, three games because that might just lose you the entire finals. Mm-hmm. That might lose you the cha- championship.
0: And even though Cameron Payne has been doing really well at adjusting. Ooh, Cameron Payne, man? Uh, yeah, he's no viable replacement he's for Chris no. Paul. You need someone like Chris he, Paul.
1: Yeah, he just has so much experience, such a high basketball mm-hmm. IQ. Like considering how so... young
0: this Suns team is, this Suns team is pretty young. Aiton's young. Overall, Booker's yeah, young. I think. Uh, Bridges of, is young. And... Cam Johnson. I think the only person who is like, other than Chris Paul, who is in his like, is Jay Crowder in his 30s? Pro- probably, I think so. Seems like he's been around for quite a while. I mean, he,
1: I know he was in the Celtics, right? He was on the Celtics, then he was on the Cavs. one. 31. Oh, so 30 there you 31. go. Yeah. 31. So they're only really like the so-called NBA vets. Yeah. Like, with like years and years and years. Booker is returns. technically
0: a vet, but that's because he's more of a superstar vet. But eight years, so he's still probably like 27. He's around the same age as Reaching like... Reaching
1: his prime. Like, that's why yeah. he's in the finals now. That's
0: what yeah. I'm but uh, yeah. That's a good point you made about Chris Paul having to dial it down a bit. But, yeah, probably in his head he's like, 16 years, first finals, exactly. I have to make it count.
1: It's, yeah, and it's like, it's like at this point, it's all or nothing, like mm-hmm. I said, right? For yeah. him, it's like, if he, I think, in his head, if he doesn't give 110% every single game, mm-hmm. then it's not like he's not doing enough. Mm-hmm. You know? You can tell how much he cares about this finals. Yep. You know, to him, it's so important Mm -hmm. that they go all the way and win it. Mm -hmm. And it definitely is
0: the best chance for him at a title. Yeah, considering how literally every team has a significant injury on the way to yeah in the playoffs. Yeah,
1: exactly, exactly. I mean, which team probably won't get another chance like that ever again?
0: I mean, which team in the playoffs did not have a serious injury? Yeah,
1: yeah. So everyone's getting injured. All these teams are dropping out early because they just. Mm -hmm can't can't go
0: through so definitely Chris Paul's probably thinking this is his best chance considering how stacked the West is exactly and considering his age as well because it's not like he's LeBron because he does get he does have the injury bug and even LeBron got injured as well so yeah it's
1: I mean how how rare is it for LeBron and the Lakers or whatever team is in to drop out this early you know like, I first mean, round. yeah.
0: This is the first time right? in LeBron's career.
1: Yeah. So, it's like having LeBron out is having a major obstacle out of the way. Mm-hmm. Probably will never happen again. Especially, definitely not next season. Because now he's got so much time to rest and recover. Mm. And he's got the, a longer offseason compared to the Suns.
0: And even so if now he's gonna, the Nets as well. The Nets come back healthy. Yeah. They could also cause a lot of havoc. Gabe,
1: Exactly. So this is his only chance, but it is also because not only chance, his best chance. Best chance. But also because it's his best chance, he needs. I feel like I'm just a broken record at this point, but he seriously, seriously needs to keep in mind his health and how his body is mm. over the this series. I think that's key. Maybe it
0: keeps pushing. Maybe yeah. it's like game one jitters, you know, that. That Being too, I think that
1: definitely definitely a part of it. Um, yeah, nerves, anxiety. Mm-hmm. Because now he's kinda like he feels like he has a team on his back. He's like, mm-hmm. All right, I gotta, gotta show out, I gotta I gotta prove to this team that, you know, mm-hmm. I can lead it. So he's doing all these things. He's, you know, grabbing rebounds, trying to go for steals, mm. hustling. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's a good but point. Yeah, it's I, a good point to make.
0: So yeah. we'll see in game two if it's if it's him being aggressive or if he actually starts. Yeah, I hope
1: to he he kind of takes a step back a little bit, you know. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe. <clears throat> I mean, because he still has a team... lot of
0: basketball left, so mm-hmm, don't mm-hmm. try to yeah be a bit too yeah, reckless. Be aggressive. Don't be don't reckless.
1: Go all out and then lose and then run out of quota.
0: Yeah, so because good, it's not like you know? there's nobody else on the team. You have Debook. Honestly, have if
1: anything... Yeah, if anything, the later games are the more important games because mm-hmm. those are the ones determining that determines who gets the win, gets the championship. That's true. That's you true. Know?
0: Speaking of injuries, Giannis was questionable for game one, but he played pretty mm-hmm. well. Considering, I'd
1: say for someone, you know how like we made like a small prediction at the start, mm-hmm. and I said that although I did say Suns gonna win this game, mm-hmm. I thought that it would be because Giannis wouldn't
0: he be we'll kind of like, well. yeah.
1: He played pretty damn good for someone that like just came back from a knee injury, mm-hmm. and it wasn't like a like a mild knee injury. It was quite. I wouldn't say it was super serious. It looked me, he's back really ugly. Day. It oh, it was
0: your is not supposed so to bend horrible, the other right? way at all. No,
1: like <laughs> in the wrong direction. Not like, even, not, not, not even the
0: slightest. Your knee's not supposed to go backwards.
1: It literally, it literally, like, I, okay, yeah, like, it's dumb, but, like, I tried to see how far I could extend my knee like that. Nowhere close to where his <laughs> knee went. <laughs> I I went, like, my leg was straight. That was about it. I couldn't go any further. Yeah, I think and that's I the And I didn't want to test that. Yeah. Yeah, that's why it's a hyper extension, you know? You're I think the only time,
0: the only time he looked relatively uncomfortable was after that chase down. He sort of grimaced a little bit. And looked a little bit stiff. I think so, and I
1: think it put a lot of stress on his knees, especially on the landing.
0: Yeah, but he was surprisingly mobile. He had quite a few drives, driving dunks as well.
1: Yo, he um was it? I think it was the first quarter when he um grabbed the ball down uh near the uh, baseline. Mm -hmm. Hard dribble, ran into uh, Jay Crowder for a dunk. Mm. I saw that and I was like, oh shit, maybe he is better like he i i thought because even mentally an injury like that fucks with you like you might not think that but there there are times where you would just subconsciously pull yourself back after an injury like that because Mm -hmm. you don't want to risk the same uh situation and you don't want to experience that same pain again right so it's just natural but he was he was mobile he was agile he was still like it's Mm kind of he's getting back to how he was before
0: yeah I think he was still yeah. a little bit passive here and there cuz he only took 11 mm-hmm, shots mm-hmm. but by which, the fourth yeah. quarter it seemed like he got the weight under his leg properly he was a lot more aggressive yeah, I think
1: by and he was fully like warmed up and mm-hmm. able because to...
0: he didn't play I forgot which game but he didn't play like game which game did he injure game 4 something like that but he I think he missed like two games mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with a hawk series yeah. so he was out for like a week yeah. so and yeah. he had to he had to fly as well from Atlanta to Milwaukee and then down to Arizona. Yeah. So probably a little bit of uh, of the flight also had to do with his leg recovering and mm-hmm. yeah. But I hope in Game Two he will get yeah down to full speed. I
1: I definitely think how quickly and how well he recovers mm-hmm. is gonna be one of the biggest factors to how this series would go. If he comes back within over the next like two one or two games, like fully recovered and like confident,
0: Mm.
1: ooh, it's gonna be a very different outcome. It wouldn't be a blowout by the Suns for sure.
0: It would it would be much more competitive. But it would be a
1: much more interesting watch, I would say. (laughs) I think
0: I think for now, one key player to look at is Drew Holiday. Because it seems like whenever Giannis is in the game. Drew Holiday just gets this. Um, he just becomes really passive. He was really, think, really good when Giannis was out, and then
1: yeah, because today he—I
0: mean, yesterday he was just not great.
1: I think Giannis is like Chris Paul, where he's the star, mm. he carries the team on his back, mm-hmm. and honestly, this motherfucker doesn't need anything to score. Like he has no, he has no moves.
0: He's That's just true.
1: big and really fucking fast. That's so then every true. single time he literally is just give Giannis the ball. He'll take two dribbles, take a few steps back, and just fucking charge in like a tank and he'll go in. <laughs> so I think true. but but because of that, because of how almost like comfortable and easy it is for him to score sometimes, mm-hmm. that the team really relies on Giannis. And the team Morale wise, also, he's like a morale booster when he steps on the court. Everyone's like, Oh, yeah, Giannis is back defensively and offensively. Now we're much stronger because mm-hmm. he has that significance in the way he plays, right? And that's why Drew, Drew Holiday really just trusts Giannis.
0: Mm, I don't and, think that's the right and, approach, and, though.
1: Uh, definitely not, definitely not. But I can also see why that would happen. Um, According to, to if, Bucks fans, like, yeah.
0: Middleton and Holiday are just like a pendulum swing. So you don't know what to expect from them. They're, so they're basically I very think inconsistent.
1: When Giannis, the two of them, I think the two of them really step up once Giannis is off because mm-hmm. they now realize they have to carry the team. Mm-hmm. Which in a way, it's like, they know the role that they play and they know that, um, they know what their job is Yeah, when the leader is gone. But... I feel like they can ha- they should have more, like you said, confidence in themselves. Mm-hmm. Because just because the leader's there doesn't mean that he should be doing all the work. You yeah. guys can step it up as well, and then overall they'll they'll be even better. You just, if you think, know what think, I
0: mean, yeah, I think Holiday just when Giannis is on, just needs <laughs> to do a bit more slashing to the to the rim, yeah, backdoor cuts as yeah, well. Yeah, because yeah. oh yeah, Giannis. Has so much gravity. Is, mm-hmm. Everybody's eyes are going to be on him. Ball,
1: everyone's, yeah, everyone's on him. And mm-hmm. then Middleton and Drew Holiday, they're free to move around.
0: Mm-hmm. And Middleton played well. He was the one yep, who brought definitely did. the Bucks back or attempted to bring the Bucks back several times. But, yeah. but uh, <laughs> everybody else is like... like mm.
1: You know what? Um, <laughs> I was so annoyed at... Is it Bryn Forbes?
0: Are you talking about that one three he took?
1: Yeah, like, no, like, it feels like every time he gets the ball, all he's trying to do is just close the gap. So he would take ridiculous threes.
0: Oh, he was like, two for three. Like,
1: contested that. He was, was he?
0: Yeah, he was two for three.
1: Oh, good for him. But I mean, like, it's poor selection, in my opinion. Yeah, there
0: was one, his only non-three-pointer was, a, I think it was a baseline fade. And it oh. might have been over Or it's just someone really long. And Bryn Ford yeah. is not, not tall in the NBA. Not at all. So <laughs> I don't know. Actually. Another thing to add was that Giannis was seven for twelve from the free throw line, and Suns fans they're they're counting free throws really <laughs> they're fast. Fucking counting. They counted one to ten in six seconds. So I guess you could say that the Suns fans are really taking seven seconds or less to the heart.
1: <laughs> but I also think, um, do the Suns? Didn't miss a free throw, right? Or did they miss one?
0: They missed one. Jay Crowder missed one. Missed
1: one. That's such a like. I I honestly I don't understand why people would miss free throws like that. Cries and Lakers. They're called free throws. Cries and Lakers. I understand the worst free
0: throw shooters shooting teams in the league (laughs) for the past few years. It's
1: it's crazy to me. Like, granted, like you can argue like, oh, pressure, oh, games on the line. But it's like you're playing at such an elite level. Mm. At this point, free throws should be like butter.
0: Yeah, you know,
1: it should swish. It should go in every time because you have so much time to practice. Like these are things that you can work on any time of the day.
0: Yeah. So, what do you think is the is the key reason why? Like, for example, the Bucks they shot nine for sixteen. That's fifty six percent. Yeah. So, what yeah. do you think? Is I definitely,
1: the I definitely think like if they worked on. What, like was the reason they kept missing?
0: Like, why why is it that uh, NBA teams struggle at free throws?
1: I just don't think they put as much focus on free throws as they would with everything else, because mm-hmm. if you think about it, like I said, right, it's something you can work on any time of the day. Mm-hmm. It's such an easy thing to work on as well. I feel like teams tend to be like, "Well, you can work on it yourself. Let's focus on other parts of your game." You're not good at grabbing rebounds, let's focus on that instead. You're not good at shooting from three, let's focus on that instead. But then then they start, in my opinion, neglecting the free throws.
0: Mm, that could be it. And that's possible. And
1: not realizing that at in games like these, it makes a huge difference. If Suns shot like the Bucks with their free throws, this game would have went a very would have been a lot closer. Like True. way
0: closer. True. You
1: know? It's free points, you know, like free points that you're giving away and giving up.
0: That could be possible about teams not prioritizing free throws. But yeah, I guess from an an analytics point of view, I would say that Mm -hmm. that shouldn't be the case. I'm not saying that isn't the case, but that shouldn't be the case. Because if we look at not as percentages, but points per let's say, possession, because technically free throws can... Most free throws are multiple possessions. You have, like... Right. You can have two free throws, you can have three free throws. Let's say you shoot 75% from the free throw line, which isn't isn't great, but it results to 1.5 points per possession, assuming a two-shot free throw. So Mm -hmm. on that, that is equivalent to a 50% three-point percentage. Right. So from that from that angle, it seems like teams would try to focus a lot on getting to the free throw line and making yeah, yeah. a lot of free yeah, throws. Yeah. I yeah. think maybe part of it, and I forgot, it might be Steve Nash. He, mm-hmm. he mentioned how a lot of players, when they practice free throws, they just stand at the free throw line and just stay there. Uh-huh. And, you know, they just get fed the ball. And I think he said that. What they should actually be doing is when they shoot a free throw, they, they should walk away, and walk back to disrupt right. that um, oh, that rhythm.
1: Positioning.
0: Yeah. Disrupt your right, rhythm. Right, so right, right. every free throw is its own free throw. It's like
1: you're shooting. Yeah. Got so it, you can't establish yeah, a full rhythm. A, that a, that's could be good it. a point. Yeah. I mean, that's obviously,
0: we can only actually. speculate because, shoot, we yeah, don't work course. for an NBA team. Sure, We'd love really to.
1: Close to working for a team. Yo, I just saw. I saw. Apparently, NBA like court cleaners eighty thousand dollars, eighty thousand dollars a year.
0: What the fuck? Like, I have a new dream. Hey, I'm. Hey, I'm not. I'm not opposed to cleaning the courts, bro. Hey, man. Like Like, army, army trains you to to clean pretty well and pretty quickly. So, Lakers
1: NBA careers. I I'm, think most I'm NBA careers. Like, applying
0: <laughs> most NBA careers is based on like if you know somebody in the organization, then they'll give you a job. Yeah, it's I like think that. so. Especially for like, I think so. Oh, I can't remember what what the role is called, but yeah.
1: But um, would be pretty. There sick, is though. also something I want to talk
0: about. Yep.
1: And that is how the NBA and the referees call their fouls. Oh, you talk about um, the free
0: throw disparity from Game One.
1: Not. Not really that. Um, I'm just I'm just talking about like the way they give out like offensive fouls and flagrant fouls. I understand a lot of times they're trying to protect the players, mm-hmm. which obviously is a very important part. Like it's like without the players, you don't have the game at all.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But also sometimes like there are certain situations that you can't avoid, like Such the as? Uh, like Lopez and Chris Paul. Mm-hmm. They caught a flagrant foul on Lopez. Because it was unnecessary, what was it, unnecessary contact or
0: something like that. Something along those lines.
1: But it's also like you got to realize like when you're in a game, you don't always have like, because what happened was it was what, like four seconds, three seconds left on the shot clock. Mm -hmm. Chris Paul did a dribble move on Lopez, Mm -hmm. stepped back for a three, pulled up. Obviously, as a defender, your first instinct is to stop the shot. So you jump in, Mm -hmm. but the shot came off right so what's the next thing you do you immediately look at the basket to see whether it went in Mm -hmm. you're not thinking about oh he's gonna land and where he's gonna land and where your foot is where your positioning is right right that's not the first thing on your head that's not as a player I'm not saying that it's not good practice to you know shift your foot away Mm -hmm. but I just think that a flagrant foul for this situation is a little bit much Mm -hmm. I feel like it's a bit too strict of a of a rule you get what I mean? yeah, you see my yeah. point It's mm. like um because obviously there are multiple uh, uh occasions where these things happen and then players get injured and are out as a result, yeah, but it's not intentional, you know, calling a flagrant foul is like unnecessarily oh, um, but a
0: flagrant that if it's intentional, then that's a flagrant too. That's the difference,
1: yeah. Uh oh oh okay.
0: So it was a flagrant right, one. Right, right. is an unnecessary but unintentional foul. So for example, yeah, I go for I, a swipe at the ball when someone's going yeah. for a layup, and I exactly. accidentally on smack, smack it on the head pretty hard. Right. Then that's going to be right, a flagrant right, one. Right, right, right. But if it's like Bobby okay, Portis right. against KCP, where he just decides to go for his head, and that's a flagrant two.
1: Right, right. Okay, okay. Then then I I didn't get the rules clear.
0: Yeah, and this whole but thing still, is. But don't
1: you think it was a little bit like?
0: Uh, I know sometimes, but it's real, especially if uh, the shooter starts to try and and uh, try and sell these fouls. But uh, since it came from when Zaza Petrulia injured Kawhi in the playoffs, Kawhi. then the, I would assume that if you're going to be closing out like that, it's pretty dangerous because the shooter has no way to prepare for them right. to land. That's
1: a fair point. That's a fair point.
0: And usually the worst injuries yeah. are those that you don't see. So if you don't yeah, see his foot down that's there, true. There's you no just way land of, on it.
1: no way of you um, avoiding it or protecting yourself. Mm-hmm. I see your point. Yeah, that's a fair point. Um, but also, like I was written down. When Devin Booker pulled up for three and he swung his legs forward, I forgot who he kicked, but it, was, it became an offensive foul.
0: Yeah, that's an offensive foul. I think he kicked Middleton because he sticks his a- leg out.
1: But it was a natural like swing from a shot though. It's like mm. it's just something that happens when you shoot from far, right?
0: Yeah. Like, if I you do the like... Kobe if you follow Kobe's move, which Booker does, mm. then yeah. But it's sort of a counter to the whole landing rule. So
1: Ah, uh, so if your foot is in the way. Yeah, if you as I'm a shooter gonna, stick your leg out to draw flaw. a foul,
0: then you're also risking the defenders at getting oh, injured okay. so that's why they okay they made that yeah offensive i think foul.
1: i think these are very like slippery not slippery slopes but it's like it's such a the line's so blurry with these things you know Uh so i, I mean, guess yeah it's, it's kind of like blocking
0: files and offensive fouls you
1: know yeah 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 kind of really depends on the yeah. yeah. I guess I guess now that you explain it, it, there really isn't like a clear way to differentiate these things. Mm-hmm. But yeah, when I when I saw that I was just, I was a bit like taken aback. I was like, dang, that's <laughs> it,
0: it, it is questionable. It feels, I will yeah. say that, but I don't know, maybe I've just
1: I see your point though. Seen a bit too many
0: games point. where it happened and so I kinda used to it. Yeah.
1: Fair. Yeah, that's fair. I mean it, it happens like every other game, things like that.
0: Mm-hmm. But I like, usually don't see the flagrant foul being called for the closeout. In yeah, I usually just yeah. see it be a foul. So most of
1: the time it is. That's why, yeah. I, like, that's why when they called a flagrant, I was like, "Whoa, that's a bit much." Yeah. But then, but if, like you said, like it's a flagrant one, unintentional but unnecessary. Then yeah, fair. You know, mm. there are there are plenty of times where defenders, and. Yeah, defenders close out and still like shift their foot away, mm-hmm. like uh, Kyrie and Steph. There was one video where he where he managed to dodge it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know so, if it's if it's actually
0: a flagrant, like because these again, close versus, out M1s happen a lot, and sometimes yeah. they even go uncalled. So it's plenty of times they go uncalled. It's I would say. it's it's a strange. tough call to make, and it's funny how the person who gets who doesn't get called for these is Steph.
1: What, like closing out?
0: Yeah, when people close out on Steph and he goes down, usually there's no call. It's pretty weird. But James Harden gets it a lot. James Harden.
1: Maybe Steph needs to sell it more. Grab his ankle every once in a while.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. With Steph's ankles, ankle injuries history? (laughs) Injuries history? (laughs) I still
1: remember when he was called glass ankles like all the time because he just he literally like injures his ankles <laughs> comes back and injures in the first game by
0: <laughs> I think that's why he changed his because he used to dribble from his ankles and then he switched to dribbling from his hips mm-hmm. so that's why his mm-hmm. dribble moves are so unique
1: he's also got a really fucking strong like trunk
0: yeah like yeah he's like, he's really strong he apparently dead- he has bro, like
1: he deadlifts 400 plus pounds it's crazy he who-
0: oh man that's that's a lot
1: insane lie. he doesn't he doesn't look like he does <laughs>
0: Yeah. You know? okay so yeah what do you think the bucks can do to adjust for game two what they can do to
1: adjust
0: because as far as like schematics they tried a lot of things they tried drop coverage didn't work they tried switching didn't really work mm-hmm. they tried switching late in the clock didn't really work they tried picking up CB3 from full court and blitzing. Eh, didn't really work. <laughs> they tried going over screens. Didn't really work. And they tried going under screens. Didn't really work. Jesus.
1: Did I Honestly, I didn't even know they did all that. <laughs> I, I wasn't even paying attention <laughs> to it like that. <laughs> what do you think? Because I'm honestly not sure.
0: Uh, I think that they have to improve rotations for help defense. Because if you, especially mm-hmm. in the paint. Actually, I specifically mean the paint because campaign and Chris okay. Paul they were getting to the paint at will, and it's always yeah. the
1: screens, and then when it rolls for some reason there's it just breaks apart. Chris yeah. Paul has multiple times where he can just cut straight in mm-hmm. dribble back out for a fade
0: mm-hmm. and I like think that's part of almost was his go to at this point. I think part of it was because tell. the bucks seemingly were. It was like they were allowing the three more than allowing the attack to the paint. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think it should be the opposite. Yeah,
1: I guess like... uh, Especially since the Suns were shooting
0: 32% from three, which is not ideal in terms of analytics. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Make them beat you from the three. I get what
1: you mean. And honestly, like it's easier to score in the paint than it is from a three. Mm -hmm. Like just common sense wise. Yeah. You know? But obviously, like I understand the approach of like wanting to stop the, especially when you have shooters like Booker, Chris mm-hmm. Paul can shoot, mm-hmm. Jay Crowder, like you said, up and down. But like when he catches fire, he catches fire. Mm-hmm. So I can, oh, I I do understand the approach. But yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, mainly because I don't have an opinion of my own.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I also think that the Bucks have to play Giannis of the five much more. In this series. In the five. So instead of having Brooke Lopez or Bobby Portis.
1: Protecting the paint.
0: mm -hmm, Like have a lineup of like Holiday, Connaughton, Middleton, Tucker, and Giannis. Mm -hmm. So that that plugs up a lot of holes that Phoenix have been attacking. Because when you have Lopez uh, as one of your pick and roll defenders. He's... He's slow. Have you seen his stance when he's... Have you seen his defensive stance when he's in drop coverage? He bends down really low. Uh Uh-huh. Like, it's basically like he's about to do a barbell squat.
1: Oh, wow.
0: So he goes pretty low.
1: He's going to be so immobile. Yeah, because going
0: low is not going to change the fact that you're 7 feet tall and, like, 250 (laughs) pounds. It's not going (laughs) to change anything. So. And he's already in I drop mean, coverage. I mean, with the stands
1: that low, it makes more sense to be in the post, in the mm-hmm. paint. Mm-hmm. Stopping someone from posting up and trying to drive in. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, yeah. strength-wise, it gives you more stability. Mm-hmm. But if you're, if you're switching, then that's not what you want. Yeah. Because you need that mobility. You need that speed to
0: cover up. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, yeah. I don't think... <laughs> I, I mean, Lopez only played, like, 23 minutes this mm-hmm. game. So, but Portis yeah. did, pl- and Portis only played like 14 minutes. So, mm-hmm. I think yeah, from Lopez, game yeah. two forward, we'll start seeing less of them and more Giannis at the five. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. yeah, a few holes for Phoenix to attack defensively if you remove Holiday, I mean, not Holiday, Portis and Lopez from the yep, from the court. Yep. So, we'll see if that helps. That's
1: a... That's a that's a fair point. So, do you reckon? Who do you think uh, got game two? Mm. I reckon Giannis is gonna come back strong.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna take Milwaukee gonna just for the sake of it, and because oh, we really yeah. want to. We really <laughs> want, <to laughs> <We really> want. <laughs> really want them to win for other reasons. Uh
1: huh. Uh-huh. When they when they do win, you 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 yeah. guys listening yeah, we'll understand will understand why. We 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 have something great, (laughs) I would say.
0: Yeah. And last thing, I'm really glad that I have um, like I have NBA League Pass, and just Uh for the finals, there's this global or international streaming option, which is literally just a game without commentary, which is so amazing. Like I really love Mike Breen, so the guy who does the bang bang, he's great, but. Mark Jackson and Jeff Van Gundy are so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Mama, there goes that man. And Jeff, everything about the NBA is wrong. And I'm going to be angry about it for the entire game. Van Gundy. They just take away yeah, um, so much from the game that it was so nice to just have silence and just hearing the court.
1: And sometimes, like, you don't honestly, you don't need the commentary. I no. feel like. like um, I don't. I barely pay attention to it. I just um, only listen out for like when there are calls made,
0: because mm-hmm.
1: sometimes I don't I don't know what the call is and right. the commentators would say that's about it. Rest of the time I'm focused on the game. Anyways, I barely give a shit about what they say. <laughs> so, nice. I wish I could do that.
0: So, like, <laughs> I was going. Oh man, just shut up already. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes they just talk yes. about things that have nothing to do with the game.
1: Yeah, I mean at some point like there's only so much you can talk about. It's not like you're gonna be able to be like real time talking about everything that's going on, right?
0: Get rid of Mark Jackson and Van Gundy and replace him with Richard Jefferson. That's how you solve <laughs> Why it. Why Richard Jefferson? Richard Jefferson is great as a color commentator. Yeah. I can't really I can't really think of exact um examples, but he's great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah.
1: Bucks in game two?
0: Let's go, Bucks. We
1: got to switch up the commentators. Yeah. (laughs) But on that note, that's all the time we have for this episode. Remember, if you enjoyed this episode, do share it with your friends if you think that they'll enjoy it as well. Like we say in all our previous episodes, episodes three and four are still being edited, but we are very close to finishing. So expect it to be posted soon. For this episode, we are signing off with sunny by Bony m because sun's one so it's only right that we use a song called sunny
0: yeah
1: uh if you would like to request an outro song for future episodes you can do so by messaging us on instagram our instagram account is at sorry underscore to disappoint i will say that again it is at sorry underscore to disappoint Make sure, if you're not following us there yet, do so. Um, And on that note, we hope that your week will be less disappointing than we are. Take care. Peace!